Oh. Good morning, everybody. And welcome to the highlight of civilization. Coffee with Scott Adams. Today will be the special COVID uh, version. Because I got myself a bad case of the COVID. Day two of symptoms. And let me tell you, it's really unpleasant. Really, really unpleasant. But the biggest part about it, which I'll tell you later, is the brain fog. So uh, I may have some trouble getting through this. <laughs> it's pretty bad. And all you need to take it up a level is a cup or mug or glass, a tanker, gels or stein, a canteen, jug or flask, a vessel of any kind. Fill it with your favorite liquid. I like coffee. And join me now for the unparalleled pleasure the dopamine here of the day. The thing makes everything better. It's called the simultaneous sip. Go. All right, I've got some confessions. Confession time. I'm going to tell you something that was too embarrassing to tell you yesterday. But I'm going to tell you today. So I told you I tried to get some uh, uh, Paxlovid. Those, I guess it's the Pfizer pill. And uh, I did not succeed. Ultimately, I decided to go without it. But I did try to get it and did not succeed. And do you know why I did not succeed in getting it? Anybody want to guess? Why did I not succeed in getting the Pavloxin or whatever it is? <laughs> Too in shape? No. Well, I don't know. Maybe. Um, here's the answer. And here's the embarrassing answer. Too much brain fog. I actually couldn't figure out how to receive a phone call. Now, let me say that again. I couldn't figure out how to receive a phone call. And my, my medical um, service, Kaiser, they have to call you back. So you can't call them, they have to call you back. I couldn't figure out how to receive a call. Now, here's why. I have my uh, phone uh, ringer turned off unless it's in my contacts which I did a long time ago. And so I said to myself, oh, if I'm going to get this call, I better turn my notifications back on because I know I turned them off. So I went into my iPhone, went to the part about notifications, went to the part about phone notifications, and there was nothing there about turning my ringer back on for contacts. Before you, before you go on, you want to jump in and tell me how to do it, Right. I know how to do it. I just go to Google and say, how do I turn my ringer back on? And it will tell me how to do it. I didn't know that yesterday. (laughs) Or to put it in a a more accurate way, I kind of knew it. I couldn't execute it. I just couldn't do it. So I was actually mentally incompetent and trying to um, navigate a complicated situation that I hadn't been in. Now, for things which I've you know, experienced before, I'm fine, right? So I know how to do little stuff. But, yeah, somebody says it sounds like getting old. But here's the thing. If I didn't have the brain fog, I just would have Googled it and changed my phone and taken the call and gotten the drug. It's not hard. <laughs> there, was nothing, there was nothing to it. But I didn't have anybody uh, at the moment. I don't have any adults in the house. And I didn't want to call somebody and admit that I couldn't figure out how to use my phone. I was so degraded that I, I just couldn't get past it. Just couldn't figure it out. And ultimately, I decided not to take the drug anyway. Because how much testing went into that drug? 
Here, here we've all been talking about the vaccinations. You know, was it tested enough and stuff? And I thought, well, what makes the pill any better? I don't know. Well, why should I assume that that's safe? So if you take the assumption that you're going to be fine anyway, maybe it takes an extra day or two. Um, I'm not sure it made sense to take the pill unless you were in a, in a uh, let's say, a uh, worse situation. So <clears throat> the brain fog is, is the hardest part. Yesterday I just sat there and just stared at a wall for 18 hours, I think. Uh, I could barely do anything. And I tried sleeping a massive amount, which I never do. And let me tell you, I hate sleeping. Oh, God, I hated it. I did a lot of it. I probably needed it. But, man, I hated it. And I started dreaming again, because I haven't dreamed in, I don't know, decades, because I don't sleep enough to actually get to the (laughs) rapid eye movements. So I slept enough to dream. I didn't like it at all. How do you people put up with dreams? They're all just, like, annoying, frustrating things. I mean, it's not like I had, like, an awesome sex dream or something. That'd be cool. But no, just, like, awesome, weird things that bother you. That's all. So uh, I'm sorry that you dream. I don't plan to do any more of that. Um, Here's something I learned. Did you know that uh, George Washington didn't know dinosaurs existed? Um, that George, uh, check this to see if it's true, but uh, the first dinosaur was discovered in the early 1800s, and George Washington had already lived and died by then. Yeah, if you want to say remember my dreams, that's more accurate, that's true. Um, You're low in B vitamins if you can't remember your dreams. No, it just means I don't sleep more than four hours a night. That's what it usually means. So I never get to the rapid eye movement stuff. <clears throat> Didn't that, no, I don't have a sore throat. I do have a dry cough. Um, and a runny nose and uh, brain fog. And, ugh, it's awful. But I also uh, I couldn't take a Tylenol because I couldn't eat. I'm just super uh, nauseous all the time. Uh, well, I also had this problem, which is I couldn't eat anything because my mouth was so dry that it would just turn into concrete in my mouth. <laughs> like I couldn't just take a piece of bread and just eat it. It would, it would turn into... Like, I couldn't even swallow it. It just would turn into some kind of weird thing. Keep using mouthwash, somebody says. Eh, oh, well. Uh, anyway... I saw a movie called The Lost City last night with Sandra Bullock. Anybody seen that? Pretty good. Pretty good. A little too long, as usual. But Sandra Bullock makes good movies. I think Sandra Bullock and Tom Cruise are the last you know, great stars, it seems like. But uh, you know, I was watching Sandra Bullock, and I was trying to figure out, how old is she? Because she looks exactly like she's always looked. And she's 57. And she looks, maybe when she made it, she was 55. But, oh my God. Oh my God. Just whatever, uh, whatever fitness thing she's doing is working out. Um, and she's older than uh, her co-star, so they finally had the older woman, younger guy situation going on there. 
well, you know, when we've got these school shootings, we need AOC to tell us what the basic problem is, and she came through for us. She said that the uh, basic problem is America's patriarchal society and masculinity that's, quote, rooted in the subjugation of other people. So if we had less patriarch- patriarchal society and our masculinity was not rooted in the subjugation of other people, we might shoot less people. But I ask you this question. Interesting hypothesis. But would that mean that wherever there is the greatest patriarchal societies, you would have the most mass shootings? And I don't think that's the case, is it? Because when I run through my mind of all the mass shooting places that also have, well, all the places that have a patriarchal society, I don't feel like they have a lot of mass shootings there. I feel like the more patriarchal the society, the, the fewer there are. Did anybody do the, do the math? Right. I don't know. Everybody's got a theory. Um, the other theory is that there's too many missing dads. What do you think of that? That all the bad behavior uh, and the school shootings are from missing dads. Uh, I lots of yeses. That's a conservative point of view. There's missing dads. Um, here's the counter to that hypothesis. There does seem to be a correlation. So the people who don't have dads do seem to get in more trouble. That part we all agree on, right? If you don't have a dad, more likely to get in trouble. Uh, I, think, I think that data stands. But do they have the correlation uh, or the causation correct? Let me ask you this. Would there be anything about the people whose fathers left or didn't have a father in the first place, would there be anything else that that group had in common other than the fact that the child doesn't have a dad? Wouldn't it be a lot? Don't the people who only have one parent have a lot in common? Poverty, for example. Poverty. And what about the nature of the dad? Do we believe that genetics don't have any role in anything? If you're a dad who's likely to leave or to not take care of a kid, does that genetic propensity, uh, is it likely to follow to the child? I mean, not every time, of course. But crazy ex-wife. Yeah, and, yeah, did the, uh, did the father leave because the mother's crazy? Well, what kind of mental health do couples have if, you know... It, on average, if they've broken up versus if they didn't. I don't know. Seems to me, seems to me, that you've got a lot of correlations there and they've picked out one. Uh, no dad, bad behavior. Seems to me that the no dad thing and the bad behavior are both caused by the same thing, which is parents who are not quite fit to be parents. And if you have two parents that are not fit to be parents and you put them together and have a child, is that child going to be really competent? I don't know, maybe. But it seems like, it seems like you're selecting for a certain personality type. That the single and having a baby, on average, this is not about every person, right? Everybody's in a different situation. But on average, you don't think you could find a correlation with a lot of other stuff? other than that the dad was there or the dad was not there. To me, it seems like the missing dad is a symptom of some deeper problem. 
and you know, it affected the dad in the same way it affected the kid. I don't know. I'm just saying that I don't believe that it's as simple as no dad equals mass shooter, more likely. I don't think it's that simple. <clears throat> how about this one? Um, how many of the mass shooters also played violent video games? Do you know that? I don't think I've ever seen that mentioned. So of the mass shootings, the school mass shootings, how many of them played a lot of violent video games? Because I feel like it's every one of them, but I've never seen that mentioned. Depends on the decade. Now you're saying everyone plays violent video games, but not, not as often. Now, even if everyone did, that doesn't mean the game is causing it, but it might for some people. You know, 99.9% of people are going to be completely unaffected by their entertainment choices, but it only takes one to pick up a gun. All right, so that's a sort of an open question. Um, Sirius XM host Dean Abadila, Obadila. Uh, so I guess he was arguing that there's no constitutional right to own a gun and that it's a, a mirage. You know, there, there's no such thing as a constitutional right to own a gun. What do you think of that? <laughs> I, I feel like that's ridiculous. And it's not because the Constitution says you can own a gun. That's not why. It doesn't matter what the Constitution says. If the Supreme Court says that's what it says, then you have the right. That's how it works, right? The, the Constitution of the United States could be just the, uh, you know, a dictionary with nothing in it. But if the Supreme Court says, yeah, it's right there, I see it, there's a right to own a gun right in there, then you have the right to own a gun. That's what, that's what our system is. The system is the Supreme Court tells you what's there. And if they make up something, that's your right. Because didn't they make up the right of uh, abortion? I mean, that was basically they pieced together some privacy elements from different places and sort of made something up, right? So, so what if, what if you buy the premise, and I don't, I mean, I'm willing to, actually. I am willing to. But what if you bought the premise that the actual original Constitution did not contemplate gun ownership the way we have it today? It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Because the Supreme Court said it's there. That's how our system works. It doesn't matter if it's there. It, to have the right. Now, if you're arguing that the Supreme Court made a, a mistake, that's a good argument. Or at least one that you would you know, you could credibly make. But once they've decided, you do have the right. That's what it means. To have a right means, you know, somebody gave it to you. Now, some say you have rights to do everything until the government takes it away. Well, okay, I'll give you that. But the government does tell you what is, what is and what is not allowed in our current system. Yeah, the Federalist Papers help explain some of the framers' thinking doesn't matter, does it? It really doesn't matter if it's in the original document. It only matters if the Supreme Court is willing to say it's there. That's all. All right. Um, Washington Post senior editor Mark Fisher, I guess on Thursday he tweeted that the AR-15 was, quote, invented for Nazi, Nazi infantrymen. 
the, the quality of our uh, discourse is so bad. Uh, what if it was? And the Volkswagen was invented by Hitler. So, should you not buy a Volkswagen? I actually know some people who won't buy a Volkswagen for that reason. But what if it was? You know, what if this is true? I don't know if that is true. But what if it is? Does it matter? It's completely irrelevant to the question of whether you want one. I don't care who invented it. Do you? <laughs> All right. Um, and uh, documentary filmmaker Michael Moore has called for the U.S. to repeal the Second Amendment entirely. All right. Well, I guess you've got to say something pretty extreme to get some attention these days. But um, I don't see that happening. Let me ask you this. We're all afraid of the slippery slope, right? And if you restricted gun laws in any way, would you agree that it encourages more restrictions? I think that's true. If somebody asks for a restriction and gets it, they're going to say, ooh, that worked. Let's ask for some more restrictions. See if we can get them. So I think we would pretty much all agree that the slippery slope is a real thing. Can we agree? In this specific example, I don't, I'm anti-slippery slope for lots of things. But in this specific example, there's no question that if you asked for something you want and you got it, why wouldn't you ask for something else? It doesn't, wouldn't make any sense not to. I mean, in that case, it's pretty straightforward, right? So let me ask you this. Is there any area in American life in which the um, age limit um, disallowed young people from doing something, and then that situation specifically, just an age limit question, nothing else, just an age limit, has that ever become a slippery slope? (laughs) Cigarettes have an age limit. Alcohol has an age limit. Drinking? How, how did that become a slippery slope? Voting? <clears throat> no, we've, we've changed those things. We've altered the age, but that didn't lead to changes in non-age-related things, did it? To me, it just looks like there were just a bunch of things that were done. And, all right, let me ask you this. Is there anything that has an age limit on it now that you think should not? All right, here's the new question. Is there anything that has an age restriction on it now that you think should not? Somebody said work. Well, work's a special case. Yeah, I'll give you work, okay? But we're not talking about work. Um, all right, so here's the question. Gay sex. <laughs> here's the question. Do you think that putting an age limit on firearms um, for, let's say, 21 or 25, for, let's say, an AR, do you think that that would become a slippery slope toward more restrictions? Mostly yes, a lot of no's. Yeah. It It makes you... It makes you wonder if there's some way to manage that. <clears throat> so, because I think 
if you could convince Republicans, <clears throat> let me ask you this, behind closed doors, if you were talking privately to your Republican senator, do you think your Republican senator would say that uh, increasing the age limit for ARs would be a bad idea? Now, forget about the slippery slope problem. Just if, that, if you could only do that, do you think any senators would disagree with that? Probably not. Probably not behind closed doors. I don't think so. They're, they would just be worried about how it looks and what it might lead to, right? Yeah, I think they would agree that everything needs an uh, age limit. And how about this? How about this? Suppose you're Republicans and you say, um, here's the deal. We'll put an age limit on the AR um, firearms, but in return, we want an uh, age restriction on social media. Boom. <laughs> uh, uh. Let that sink in for a moment. Just let it sink in. Right? Because if you, if you make a deal, then you have less odds of the slippery slope, right? Am I right? Because that would be a deal. You'd say, okay, well, we fixed social media, um, and we're giving up a little bit on guns. So that's not exactly like a slippery slope. That's more like a deal where you both got something. See, the slippery slope happens when somebody gets something and the other, uh, for free, and the other team just gave something away. If you could get something just by asking for it, wouldn't you do more of it? Of course you would. But if you could only get something by making a deal, or you've got to give up something to get it, well, you're going to do a lot less of it, because there aren't that many deals to be had. So why don't we stop arguing about whether social media is hurting people or um, guns, and just make a deal and say, these are two things that kids shouldn't be doing, or young people. Shouldn't be doing these, shouldn't be on social media until maybe 18, and shouldn't get a gun until maybe whatever, whatever we decide. I'm not sure 25 is the right number, but it uh, feels like 21 is the right number, at the very minimum, because the number of, number of people under 21 who are doing it, I think I'd have to see the data to know what the right number is. Uh, unenforceable, somebody says. Yeah, well, that's true of every law, right? You can't make people... What's unenforceability? Unenforceable that kids use social media? No, you could, you could police that pretty easily. You have to be 35 to be president, so why not make everything 35? Well, you know, the presidency is one of those few things where the older you are, maybe the better you are, up to a certain point. I mean, the 70s and 80s is too old. But certainly between 35 and 65, well, here's something I can speak to with great, um, great personal knowledge. If you compared what I know today as 65 to what I knew at 35, it's a pretty big difference. And I would, I would be afraid of me being president at 35. At 65, I could do the job. <laughs> so could you, probably, at 65. Uh, it's just that you learn enough along the, along the path that you think, oh, yeah, I could do that job. I could do that job. But at 35, I didn't know how anybody could do that job. It just looked 
impossible. Like, I thought, how in the world do you find somebody who could be president? There's so many topics, so much to do. And now I just look at it and think, oh, I could do that. Yeah, I could do that. Um, yeah, rural kids hunt. You could make exceptions for, you know, hunting, I suppose. Or you could also make an exception that says, you know, if you're under a certain age, you could use a handgun if you're with somebody over a certain age. How about that? That's what they do with automobiles, right? If you're just getting your permit, you can drive as long as you're with somebody older. Well, if you're hunting, correct me if I'm wrong, when you hunt, you usually go with somebody else, don't you? I, I, I don't hunt, so... How, how many people hunt alone? Hunting is usually with another person, right? I, oh, some of you do hunt alone. Okay, so there's a little of both. But it wouldn't be a big deal to say that if you're 18, you need to be with somebody older. I don't, I don't know that would... Probably wouldn't make that much difference in your happiness, would it? Um, would the age limit apply to women? Oh, now there's a provocative question. You mofo. That is such a good question. <laughs> All right, here's the question. Since women basically never do mass shootings, why should there be any age limit for women to own a, a handgun or any kind of gun? I agree. Uh, I, I fucking hate it, but I agree. I hate that this is a clear, a clear case where discriminating against men makes complete sense. Am I right? Usually, usually I'm, I'm on that soapbox. Don't discriminate against men. Yeah, there's enough of that already. Too much pushback. You know, it's gone too far. But if you ask me what's more dangerous, a man having access to guns at 17 or a woman, let's say a woman at 17, uh, I don't think there's any, any comparison. There's no comparison. And if you want to throw in uh, LGBTQ, <laughs> okay with me. Uh, until there's a mass shooting from an LGBTQ uh, member, oh, actually, there probably have been. I'll bet there have been, right? Somebody do me a fact check on that. But if it's never happened, don't they have an argument? Suppose it's never happened. Yeah, Orlando's, is, maybe, that might have been gay, right? The Orlando shooter. But I, I think that was un, undetermined. Uh Oh, you think Uvalde was? You think you think that he was gay, the shooter? I haven't heard that. <laughs> now, why would you care if I got vaccinated? Somebody says there on the comments on YouTube that they forgive me for getting vaccinated because I'm I'm doing these things. Um, All right, Gerald, you can go away. Goodbye. The media said um, the Uvalde shooter was gay. Huh. Well, let me, let me be clear about my vaccination um, decisions. It's none of your business. 
I mean, I'm happy to tell you what I did, but your opinion of what I should do doesn't have any impact on me. AR-15s are very seldom used in homicides, but they're used often in mass shootings. I saw the list recently. Spiraling into the brain fog, probably. (laughs) All right. Pretty much all the data on the school shootings is fake. There was a story saying there were 27 uh, mass school shootings, but really it was 27 school shootings, which would include any gun activity, um, including one-on-one, and even when nobody got hurt or killed. So it's a problem, but all our data is incorrect. So basically it's all bad data. All right. Um, So how about Ukraine? So I saw on Fox, I think it was a Fox News story, in which buried at the bottom of the article, they basically say that uh, Putin won the war, that his primary goal was controlling the, the east part of Ukraine, and he now has it. So he has, he's actually won the war. What do you think? Has Russia won the war, and now all they're doing is consolidating? Yeah, the ruble is doing well. There doesn't seem to be you know, massive uh, civil war. They seem to be able to adjust so far. Um, so if that's true, if Russia essentially succeeded then would you also say that all the money we spent to prevent it was wasted? Did we waste all of our money because we didn't prevent anything? Nothing happened except it took longer for Russia to do it and probably killed more people than they would have otherwise. I feel like we completely screwed the pooch. Now, I'm not saying that we didn't have good intentions, but I don't think it destroyed Russia... I don't think it's going to replace Putin. And it made uh, a war on your neighbors look like a good idea. Did it not? Because 10 years from now, Putin's going to, this is just going to look like a great victory for Putin within his own country. So I would say that we managed to show that Russia can uh, attack their neighbors with old equipment and get away with it. Uh, all right, so let's. So somebody's saying, but wait, you claimed Ukraine victory a few days ago. It depends what you think was Putin's goal. If you believe that Putin's goal was to take over the entire country, then he failed. And it doesn't look like he will succeed anytime soon. But now even Fox News is saying, well, his primary goal was that stuff on the East, so he got all of that. To which I say, here's your story where Ukraine won and also Russia won. It's the only way you can get past it. So the only way this can end is if Putin says, I got total success, I took the parts I wanted, and Ukraine says, total success or large success because we're still Ukraine. We're smaller, but we're still Ukraine and we're still fighting to, to liberate those entities. 
<clears throat> so I think you can say with complete confidence that Russia won the war and also Ukraine won the war. It's the only war where both sides won. It's the best war of all. Both sides won. We were played. Yes, we were. Um, apparently, Trump is using ultra-mega uh, to fundraise. No surprise, right? So as soon as you heard Biden saying there, there was this ultra-mega group, and, and almost everybody who was pro-Trump said, ultra-mega, ultra-mega. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. So the Democrats are just hideously bad at this branding stuff. And Trump, of course, is you know best of all time. So every time they, they take the worst branders in the world and they go against the best brander in the world, it always turns out like this. <laughs> it always goes this way. And as soon as they said it, you all knew what Trump was going to do. You knew he was going to snatch the gun out of their hand and turn it around. You knew that. He's done it too many times for, for you not to know that, especially with ultra-mega. I mean, as soon as you heard it, you're like, okay, I see where this is going. And it did. All right. Um, and I guess uh, Trump is calling the January 6th uh, business, uh, he says the, calling it an insurrection is a hoax. A hoax, you say. Now, when you hear uh, that, that word, hoax, does it make you feel like there are some kind of voices he listens to more than others? Or that somebody does? Because I'm not sure hoax was a word that we would have used for this sort of thing five years ago. Am I right? Hoax, hoax feels like a branding thing. And I think... I think Mike Cernovich is primarily the one who brought hoax into the political conversation. Am I right? That was Cernovich, right? Now, I use it all the time, but I think Cernovich is the, the father of that, that word for political purposes. So, so Trump has uh, picked up on that. Now, I ch- fixed an, uh, a typo and then republished my list of 10 top 10 hoaxes. Uh, but I added another typo in there, so I, I fixed the typo that I added when I um, fixed the other typo. Uh, but then there was another typo in there that I fixed. So I'm on my fourth edition of it this morning. Have I mentioned I have brain fog? Has that come up at all? I think I mentioned that earlier, right? Yeah, it's really hard just to do basic stuff. Uh, it is hard to do basic stuff. I tried to find some Tylenol yesterday. If you're coming in late, I'm second day of... COVID symptoms, and I couldn't figure out how to get Tylenol. Like, it took me half a day to figure out how to get Tylenol. I just door-dashed it eventually. But, yeah. Now, so I see you're prompting me about the, uh, the Nancy Pelosi's husband getting a DUI. I don't know that that has anything to do with anything. Honestly. I think when a family member gets in trouble, that's just too far for me. I, you know, if, if one of the Trump kids did something uh, unsavory, I would just say that's about them. Uh, I, don't think that, I don't think that Nancy Pelosi's husband is telling us anything about Nancy Pelosi or about politics or anything important. 
Um, yeah, maybe he's done some insider trading. That's another question. I don't know about that. Tells us that the head case theory is real. I don't know. Hunter's laptop, that's on the hoax list. What about the big guy? So I guess the Amber Heard uh, jury continues tomorrow. Do you think, what do you think that's uh, going to end up? Where, where's that going to end up? Does it look like uh, Johnny is going to win? You think Amber wins? I don't know, because what I didn't hear is the law. Generally, during a trial, there's some point where somebody describes the law, and then they say, you're seeing if, these, if this criteria is being met to say that the law has been broken, or, or if there's libel, or whatever, whatever the charge is. I haven't heard that. So what I haven't heard is you must prove this, and here's what they, here's the evidence they presented. So I don't really have a, I don't have a sense of who's winning in this. In the court of public opinion, Johnny Depp won. Can we agree on that? That in the court of public opinion, Johnny Depp won. Now imagine if Johnny Depp loses this. Imagine that. Imagine him losing this. That would be pretty bad. Because it would just be more abuse on top of the other abuse. And by the way, I'm not so sure that he's you know, never done anything wrong in his life. So it's not like I'm a, a huge Johnny Depp makes no mistakes kind of guy. Uh, but it would look like she was the abuser and she got away with even more. So that would be, um, that would be bad. No, I haven't watched Norm MacDonald's special yet. Where is it, by the way? The, the Norm MacDonald special that he did before he passed, and we're just seeing it now. It's on Netflix. All right, I will watch that. I'll watch it today, actually. Uh, am I a fan of 21 Jump Street? Not really. Not really. <laughs> um, <clears throat> oh, yeah, that Biden implied in his speech recently that um, Trump supporters killed a cop on January 6th, which didn't happen. It, it, it's amazing. It is really amazing watching uh, how much Biden lies and how much that's not being called out. <laughs> it's really incredible. Um, he said multiple cops. Did he say they killed two cops? when there were actually zero. Uh, some of you are well behind on my personal life. So uh, there, <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm divorced in case anybody's not caught up, catching on. I'm in the process of divorce. All right. Um, You didn't know that, Erica? Pay attention. All right. Um, Biden's what lies are worse than Trump? Oh, I don't know. Now, in case you're wondering, um, the 
is a reasonable question. Is the brain fog from marijuana or from COVID? I can only tell you this, that I often smoke marijuana to get smarter in a creative way. So creativity actually is enhanced. And for what I do, it actually helps. But I can tell you that whatever is going on now is not enhancing anything. I am just dumber. I, I am just dumber right now. There's, there's no, no marijuana effect going on. Do I know how I got COVID? I don't. Because apparently you can get it from, you know, like a, a week or two before you know you have it. So I have no idea. If I had to guess, probably the airplane. <laughs> the only other place that I was with a crowd, <clears throat> and there's nobody in my personal life that I know that has it. So I don't know anybody that I've been anywhere near that has it. You know, I've, I've asked people to test, and they have. So I'm guessing it was when I flew. Yeah, it was probably in Maui. Because I had basically no human contact in Maui, and it was just a plane. So, I don't know. Now, the movie theater is where I got the symptoms, but they would have been there for days before the movie. Uh, I'm only taking Tylenol right now. I got the flu when I flew. True enough. Yeah, you know, I, I do think that planes are relatively safe because their filtration systems are so good. But I don't really know where else I would have gotten it because I, I don't know anybody else who has it. In fact, the other day I was saying, why is it I don't know anybody who has COVID? So like I used to, always know somebody, but at the moment I didn't know anybody. I dialed all bleach. Yeah, it's the first time I got COVID. And my... My vaccinations have worn off, so I'm, I'm effectively unvaccinated at this point. I did the first two, but that's it. Um. <laughs> All right, Eric, I see your comment. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um. Oh, here's another factoid I, me- I meant to mention. So prior to getting COVID... Um, whenever I got it last few weeks, I was aware that my um, immunity was at its lowest point that I could remember. Now, that can't be a coincidence, right? And I knew my natural immunity was uh, in the basement because for about two weeks I hadn't been able to sleep. And I was just completely exhausted all the time. So I was very aware that I could get sick because my immunity was so low, and sure enough, which makes me wonder if the Omicron is, is so measly that you don't even get it if you're basically healthy. You know, I, wonder if, I wonder if my normal good health would have just slapped it away. Because it's been... Uh, I was trying to think the last time I felt this sick. And I'm thinking 30 years, maybe 30 years. This is the sickest I've been in 30 years. Because I don't even get bad colds or like regular flus in decades. I can't remember anything like this. Even when I get a cold, it's just a sniffle for a day or something. That's about it. Yeah, so let me say what other people have said. This doesn't feel like an organic disease. Whatever's happening in my head is not like any other thing that's ever happened to me. All right? And my body as well. 
And the hardest part is the temperature dysregulation. Because if I just walk from my office to another part of the house, I might have to change my shirt twice. Because I'll, I'll put on my sweatshirt because I'm freezing. I'll open the door to walk down the hall, and I'll be sweating. I'll take off my sweatshirt to the end of the hall, and then I'll be freezing again. I'll put on my sweatshirt. It's actually that fast. The temperature thing could go on and on. Huh? Hormones. Back pain for three days. Wow. All right. Take a bath to regulate your temperature. Is that a thing? I don't know. All right, that's all for now, and I'm going to go do something else, which is probably just sleeping, and uh, I will talk to you later. Bye for now.